Welcome back to the Ultimate Pocket Therapist. We are a mother and daughter team of Shannon and Brooke, wanting to educate, entertain, and enlighten all of you to mental health. Look at us go. Look at us go. Uh, I know. <laughs> so before we get started, here is the disclaimer. I am not your therapist, and this is not a therapy session. And if anything that we talk about triggers or brings up anything for you, we really encourage you to seek counseling and get help. There are many resources available in all areas. In fact, we'd like to share a resource with you now. This podcast is being sponsored by BetterHelp. Like we have mentioned in each of our podcasts, if anything we talk about triggers or brings up any issues, don't hesitate to seek counseling. Everyone has struggles, and therapy does not need to be scary. Everyone deserves to be happy, and you don't need to worry about finding a therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And as a special offer to Ultimate Pocket Therapist listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash uptherapist. That's betterhelp.com slash uptherapist. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. All right. So what are you uh, guilting us all with today, mother? Just uh, good old manipulation, guilt, guilt trips, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> your go-to yeah the go-to how i roll how you roll <laughs> you should see a therapist i know yeah, that's a problem it would be helpful <laughs> thanks b you're welcome <laughs> so actually what we are talking about today is guilt and this has been kind of interesting because it's come up recently in um, several conversations that we've had and actually in a couple of different um emails that we've received asking about how to deal with guilt. So we thought we would just focus on guilt. Guilt. Good old guilt. Yep. Make you feel real good inside. Yeah. Yeah. So looking at guilt, where does it come from? How the hell do we get guilty? It's in our hearts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Deep within our hearts. Or... Or, (laughs) so the question is, are we born with guilt or do we learn guilt? Because we've often talked about how we're born with all emotions, love, happiness, joy, anger, frustration. Emotions come pretty much as we're hatched out. Okay. But is guilt an emotion? Mm, It feels like an emotion. Yeah. My emotions want to call it an emotion. Okay. Well, we can call it, but it's actually a learned one. A learned emotion? Yeah. So what we know is that we learn guilt by how we're raised. Okay. Okay. So to experience guilt or shame, and we'll talk about the difference between those two in a minute, but a person must first understand 
that they've done something wrong or they have the intention of doing something wrong. So they have to know good from evil. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Before we can have guilt. Yeah. Yeah. And learn when you're being raised right from wrong. Uh Uh-huh. And all of that right. good stuff in order mm-hmm. to actually feel guilty feel about something guilty that's about, bad. Right. Okay, feel, makes sense. Right, yeah. So looking at how we're raised, what kind of things would you look at being raising your mom, raising kids, being raised, that would create a sense of guilt? Well, number one that points out to me is any time a child is told to be ashamed of themselves. Right. That's a big one, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Or you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That one's a big one. Yeah. Anything that puts blame on them Mm -hmm. of knowing better, I guess. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. um, and also kind of going back to those narcissistic moms. Right. Is I think any child or person who was raised by a narcissistic mom is going to have a lot of issues with guilt. I agree. Yeah. Because I think that that blame that you should mm-hmm. be ashamed. You, right. You know, it's never about the mom. Yeah. You're it's a naughty. Always about, yeah. The yeah, kids have done something wrong. Yeah. You're a naughty but, kid. Only naughty kids do stuff like this. Right. Yeah. Bad kid, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that that's going to give some issues with guilt. Right. Cause we have to realize that we guilt can, kind of come about at any age but often it starts when we are young we have this sense of guilt like we're always in trouble or we've always done something wrong or we're damned if we do and damned if we don't we just live in fear of not pleasing Mm -hmm. and so then if we think we've done something wrong or we think we're going to do something wrong then we have that sense of guilt right yeah starts when we're very very little right and it can, you can learn it as an adult oh, too. Oh, you bet you can. Get yourself in a relationship of any form with somebody who blames, mm-hmm, blames, wants you to feel guilty uh-huh. and you can develop it later right. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's a way of um, getting manipulated, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about. Yep. Yeah. So there's a big difference between shame and guilt. Okay. Shame drives people to hide or deny their wrongdoings. Well, guilt generally drives people to amend their mistakes. Oh, so you're not okay. going to apologize if you're shameful mm-hmm. as much as you're going to apologize when you're guilty. Right. Okay. Yeah. So both shame and guilt are negative, painful emotions. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they do overlap. Mm-hmm. But, and they can always, you know, oftentimes they're this underlying cause of depression, anxiety is this underlying guilt and shame. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I see that a lot in counseling. Shame tends to be more a painful emotion and can lead to a lot of abnormal behaviors such as eating disorders, self-harm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And guilt tends to be more of an adaptive moral emotion in social life. Okay. Okay. So for an example of this would be like you were abused as a child by an adult, a loved one, mm-hmm. you're going to grow up with that rooted shame that might develop correct issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily going to be guilt for what happened, but you are shame. 
and right. ashamed you of take, what had happened. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yep. And we see that a lot too. Yeah. So with, with guilt, it can come from within and from outside by other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Always- I... Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to feel guilty if someone's not helping you feel guilty for things too a little bit. Yeah. Whether it's kids or spouses or coworkers or any kind of relationship. Well, that brings up another interesting thing though. Is religious guilt. Oh, uh yeah. Yeah. Because then you can feel guilt from within because you've been taught these deep religious moral values and you feel like you're disappointing God or you're doing something wrong or you Mm -hmm. feel guilty about everything. And I see religious guilt a lot. And that can be that, you know, again, our, our religious compass Mm -hmm. from when we're little and how we were raised. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a lot to be said with religious guilt. (laughs) (laughs) That is one I remember growing up with. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, the religion that we grew up, you grew up with and that's here in Utah is a very controlling one with rules. Uh-huh. It's yeah. not very laxed with things. No. And so I imagine that and that... And it imposes a lot of guilt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite stories about religious guilt, speaking of narcissistic mothers, <laughs> is my mom always would question whether or not I was taking you kids to church when you were very little. And she would often call on a Sunday just to quiz me. Okay. (laughs) Did you go to church today? And so I started actually replying, yes, we did. And I could just tell how relieved she was in her (laughs) voice. You know, oh, that's great. And I said, yep, we went to the Church of the Equestrian. We took the kids on a wonderful mountain ride and enjoyed nature and God. Oh, she goes, that is not funny. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't find it funny either. It was great. It was, it was, it was our church. Uh Yeah. Our equestrian church. Yeah. (laughs) But that was, you know, always trying to manipulate with, uh, with the religion part. Mm -hmm. You know, we do see that. Yeah. You know, manipulation and guilt with religion. Yeah. So, what about um, guilt tripping? Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that is that's brought on by someone else uh-huh. wanting to control or manipulate yeah. you by making you feel bad for not doing what they want you to do, right? Or acting how they want you to act. Oh, or yeah, whatever. Um, and it's really effective because you don't want to disappoint people who are important to you in your lives. Yep. And you just kind of, that's a natural thing. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Yeah. You want to avoid. So if you find somebody who wants to target that, it's a slippery slope. Well, it's interesting because we, we see guilt used a lot to manipulate We even see it in parents just manipulating kids, even though they don't consciously go, I'm going to make this child feel guilty. They use it in their parenting to get the child to do what they want them to do, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of just directly asking. And I see that a lot in working with my young kids is they feel manipulated by guilt, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. 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 
So you have somebody who wants to put you on a guilt trip. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, maybe it would be a good idea to talk about how to uh, not go tripping. Not go tripping. Don't go tripping. Let's not go (laughs) guilt tripping. So maybe we should just bring up some ideas of how to avoid a guilt trip. Or what do you do when you are in a situation where you know you're being guilt tripped? Yeah. Yeah. Because one one important thing I think to point out is that there's a difference between authentic guilt and false guilt. Okay. And the false guilt are the guilt trips. Right. Those are ones that you really shouldn't be feeling guilty for. Right. Um. Because you really haven't done anything wrong. Right. Because okay. <laughs> if you're authentically guilty because you're a good person, that is your inner compass telling you. Okay. You, that moral. You messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You. Your morally, moral guide. Yes. Okay. Um, but if you ever like, oh my gosh, you know, have a situation that you feel guilty and you kind of are like, why do I feel guilty? But I feel so bad. That's a false guilt. That's somebody putting that on you. Okay. That and, is a good point to make because that is spot on. That's yep, exactly what it is. One of uh, a quote that I had um, read was, unlike authentic guilt, false guilt is is a feeling that you've done something wrong, even though you haven't actually done something wrong. <laughs> it kind of summed it right up there. <laughs> oh, and that happens often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So guilt trips. Okay. What I think about when I think about a guilt trip, okay, Mm -hmm. is one of the first things I always tell clients is I'm kind of big on confronting them. Okay. You know, it's kind of like really just being open. Like, are you trying to manipulate me with guilt? Are you trying to get me to do what you want me to do by making me feel guilty? Mm -hmm. Like kind of like calling them out on it. Yeah. And that's hard to do, but it's very effective. Yeah. Yeah, because it often gets people go, oh, no, 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 that's not what I'm trying to do. And then you go, well, good, because it's not working. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get sucked into the guilt. Right. You know, so that's one of the things that pops up for me that I tell clients all the time is confront the guilt, mm-hmm. you know, or the guilt tripper. Yeah. Yeah. Com- confront yeah. them on it. Yeah. And yeah, because mm-hmm. obviously they're putting that on you. And it doesn't even have to be a mean thing. You could just say, hey, yeah, the way you're telling me this makes me feel like you're trying to make me feel guilty. Right. But yeah. if you have something to ask me, just ask me. Right. Just or come if you out have some, and say it. Yeah. If you have something mm-hmm. to tell me, tell me. But don't make me feel guilty because it's confusing. Yeah. It's confusing the situation. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I I think that's really good. Mm-hmm. You know, just basically, you know, what is it you want to ask me? Ask me without the guilt. Yeah. 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 Just leave that part of it out. And yeah. I think it's important, too, if you're kind of curious as to what the dynamic is doing if you don't flat out know that you have a guilt tripper on your hands but you're just finding yourself feeling guilty for stuff that you don't you think Mm -hmm. back later like i shouldn't feel guilty for this is don't be afraid to just like really check in with yourself right like okay am i just overly emotional right am i overthinking this am i you know or is this person truly putting this on me right and kind of dissect the situation if you find yourself kind of being confused. Right. Because it very well could be something going on in yourself right. that you're, you're overthinking. Yeah, you're putting a guilt trip on yourself with no intention on their part. Mm-hmm. Yep. Without anyone helping. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't need any help. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So another thing I'm thinking of about 
just ending with that idea you had mm-hmm. is, you know, if you find yourself in a position where you're starting to avoid the person because of how they make you feel and your avoidance leads to more like anxiety and stress because now you're avoiding them, but you don't want to because they always are putting a guilt trip on you or they're always trying to manipulate you. And you're feeling guilty for avoiding them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, that's a real sign that you need to do something. Mm-hmm. That this is not a good relationship. Yes. You know? Oh, that reminds me. Okay. So <laughs> a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about um, toxic people. Mm-hmm. And I brought up a story of someone who had a friend for a very long period of time. I think it was like 37 years or whatever. So a follow-up on this, because I don't often get follow-ups, but here's the follow-up. Um, this person decided to actually block this friend and have no ties with them and no, no, um, actual interaction with them at all because of the stress it was causing and how toxic they were. And so then when she blocked her, this friend tried to contact her through other avenues and she did not respond, but then she started feeling guilty. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. And then she started feeling bad that she hadn't said anything or that she just ended the relationship after this many years. Mm -hmm. So, What she did is she came up with a way to just quickly give her a little bit of nothing to respond to. No, that was not open for discussion, but just basically unblocked her long enough to say, I'm choosing to end our relationship at this time because it is unhealthy and it is causing me undue stress in my life, you know, and then she blocked her again. Did a little closure uh-huh, snip. A closure her. theme because of the guilt. Okay. Yeah. Because she was also afraid that this friend may escalate to the point of calling the police to do a welfare check on her. Yeah. Because she couldn't get hold of her. Yeah. But anyway, it was interesting because after taking, you know, a couple episodes ago, we talked about maybe there's a time to just weed out toxic people. She mm-hmm. chose to do that and then the guilt hit. Then she got Then the, the guilt. guilt hit. Yeah. Yep. So she dealt with the guilt and by having a way of closure and we'll mm-hmm. see. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was a little side oh, note. For her. Little side note. Yeah. But back to that was she was doing the avoidance thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And that wasn't working. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then kind of to touch on when you said kind of call people out on it too, is um you have the right to tell people to respect your answers. Right. Yes. You know, they, it, it says a lot to somebody if you just flat out say, you know, you need to respect my answer of no. Mm-hmm. When I say no, I can't do this. Right. Or I don't mm-hmm. want to, or I need alone time or whatever it might be. Right. You know, yeah. and somebody who is a good person who maybe isn't, trying to hurt you with guilt Mm -hmm. i think that's gonna say a lot to them to back off yes but then it'll also say a lot to you too if somebody just disregards that and keeps doing it then clearly they are a very toxic person right and trying to manipulate you with guilt Mm -hmm. there's a goal yep their goal is to get what they want and using guilt as a tactic yeah 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 and then i liked um another thing was kind of the deflect the guilt trip request or the guilting request with kindness and love 
Okay. And I think that would help um, in like a, a spousal relationship or like a, a parent to child. Okay. Um, but the, you know, I don't enjoy telling you no, but I cannot do this. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. or so you, I love you and I would love to do this or if I could, I would, but I can't kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Okay. But it does not reflect on my love for, for you. you. Okay. It's not about our relationship. It's about, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just, and that all stems back to just that, mm-hmm. call it out. Right. Communicate yeah. it. And you know, in calling out too, it's back to, I don't want to feel pressure yeah. to do things I don't want to do. And I don't want to feel resentment because I was manipulated into doing it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to feel, you know, bad that I said no, but I don't want to feel resentment that I said yes. Right. Yeah. 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 Just being honest in how it make, it's making you feel. Mm-hmm. Yep. One interesting thing um, that I, you had told me from your research that I found really crazy is and true is that how how much guilt changes oh, over time with, with cultural changes. Yeah. That is like so true. Yeah. And that is something that I hadn't even really thought about until I was doing some research for this um, podcast. And basically what this article I was reading talked about is Back in the olden days, you know, probably when I was born before dirt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are what back then people felt guilty about as time has changed and our culture has changed now is no big deal. Yeah. And people no longer have issues with it or have guilt centered around it because it really has evolved. Mm-hmm. And so I hadn't thought about the idea of guilt evolving as culture evolves yeah uh-huh it was really interesting it was and interesting. it's so true because like right now we're in a huge you know lgbtq movement mm-hmm. and a bunch of change happening there whereas even 10 years ago right that would have been a very shameful thing to bring out right. even though it shouldn't and, have been right and to discuss and be open about yeah your shame. sexuality mm-hmm. is just you don't yeah. do that mm-hmm. you know and now yeah. it's like very you, open. Yeah, you don't yeah. need to feel guilty yeah, anymore. We have the whole Pride Month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. It's and it's true. It's kind of yeah. cool that things are able to change that way, right? Um, and then also one thing I think it's important to point out is guilt is big with a personality disorder, like a sociopathic thing too. Oh, because they don't have guilt. Yeah. It's the other way. They Mm -hmm. are, you know, again, they're not born, but with uh, personality disorders, there are some like our antisocial, which is used to be sociopathic. They kind of go hand in hand. Okay. What we look at them. And one of the diagnostic criteria is they do not have a sense of remorse. Mm -hmm. Okay. And because of that, they don't have guilt. Yeah which is really interesting because I think it's only like 1% of the population that is truly antisocial. And so the rest of us think, how can somebody not have guilt? But they do not have guilt and they do not feel remorse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why when you're listening to tapes of interviewing, you know, serial killers, mm-hmm. they, there is mm-hmm. no remorse and people just say, it's just deadpan. Mm-hmm. It's just matter of fact of the crimes yeah. they commit. Yeah. It's just is what it is. Yeah. And there is not an ounce of guilt. 
In fact, oftentimes they're angrier that they got caught. Yeah. Instead of feeling bad, they've done something wrong. Right. And oftentimes we see them as the repeat offenders Mm -hmm. because they don't care if they get out of prison or whatever and do it again. Yeah. Because there's no guilt Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. That is a big one. Even some with some narcissism. Now, one of the diagnostic criteria of narcissism is lack of empathy. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that isn't always the same as guilt. But what I do see with narcissism is they don't take accountability. It's always somebody else's fault. Mm -hmm. So with that, they're not to blame. So they don't have a lot of guilt because it really wasn't their fault. They can feel guilt. They're capable, but they often don't because they blame it on someone else. They they push Uh it over to somebody else and gaslight it onto Mm -hmm. someone else. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of um, personalities and mm-hmm. guilt are people who are codependent, not that that's a personality disorder, but with people who are codependent, we see that fixer and pleaser, and they always feel guilty. They always feel like they've done something wrong. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then with people with anxiety, especially people who get into their heads and overthink are just plagued with guilt, mm-hmm. you know? They are just the overthinkers, the anxiety. Yeah. Yep. Always sorry. Uh-huh. Always sorry. Always for apologizing. Everything that mm-hmm. they didn't do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's amazing how much they overthink and then create a scenario that somehow they did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had clients that would say, you know, they walk into a room and someone doesn't respond how they think they normally should respond and they instantly think, Oh, I've done something wrong. They're mad at me. Yeah. And then they go through their head of everything they could have done wrong, why they could be mad. And the person was probably just distracted or tired or didn't respond in the exactly same way they used to respond. But that gets the overthinkers going, Mm -hmm. which often turns into a sense of guilt again, over something they didn't do not. And that's not put on, by someone else that's put on internally. Yeah. And that goes back to that time. Check in with yourself. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, have I done something? So one of the interesting things when I work with clients with guilt, I tell them the first thing they need to do is get a tattoo on their forehead that says, I do not rescue guilt. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And what I mean by that is if you're in a situation where someone's trying to put you on a guilt trip, don't rescue it. And the way I tell my clients to do a quick check-in is to ask themselves back to this, you know, ask yourself what's going on. But I tell clients, ask yourself, have I done anything bad or have I done anything wrong? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is no, then we can choose not to feel guilty Mm -hmm. because how we feel is a choice. No one's making us feel guilty. We're choosing to. That's true. And if someone's making us feel guilty, then we go through what we just talked about of like, knock it off. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not going to make me feel guilty. I'm not going to allow you to do that. Yeah. You know, but guilt is one of those things that we don't have to feel guilty. It is something that we can change. Yes. It of is. all of the things mm-hmm. we've talked about yeah, in all these episodes, <laughs> this one we can change because mm-hmm. we do not have to be governed by guilt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you, that is something that you can, like with depression, anxiety, 
you know, the, the old, just think happy, just do better. And yeah. you won't feel that way. And it's like, eh, that, that doesn't work. That doesn't, yeah. But with, it does with guilt, mm-hmm. that positive yeah. speaking to yourself, that mm-hmm. taking charge with your own world. Right. And, you know, and it's okay to sit and think, no, mm-hmm. I am not feeling guilt in your own mind. Don't, right. don't talk to yourself. People think you're crazy, but <laughs> only if someone answers back, <laughs> <laughs> but it is something you can't turn off. Right. So. And, you know, even back to just kind of a little side note with that is people that have excessive anxiety, which is often are people who overthink and then they go down that, you know, you can take medication. That is something that you might want to talk to an MD about mm. because there are medications on the market, antidepressants, for instance, that can really help with the anxiety. And what I've noticed is when people start getting a handle on the anxiety, the overthinking decreases. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then that's kind of a continuation of less guilt. Right. You know, and they don't overthink that everyone's mad at them or, you know, I've done something wrong and start feeling mm-hmm. this sense of guilt when there's nothing there. Yeah. So there is that option of looking at some medication for help. Also counseling is a big one. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. If it- yeah, that back to that check in with yourself. Mm-hmm. It might be there might be a deeper root cause to mm-hmm. always feeling guilty. Yeah, mm-hmm. and because yeah, you you don't have to feel that way. Yep. I just had a client come in, a new client come in a few weeks ago, and her presenting problem was, I am tired of feeling responsible for everyone and guilty if I'm not. Wow. I know, and she's mom with a lot of kids, and she says I am just war out trying to do it all but if i don't i feel guilty mm-hmm. yep yeah and that's where the counseling can come in learning to set boundaries and learning to deal with guilt yeah get better core yeah. beliefs inside and we don't have to keep doing this Mm-mm. yeah nope and guilt's not always a bad thing nope i mean it does keep us in check yep that's that moral compass yep that's the if moral we really compass. are doing something wrong we should feel guilt that's yeah. what it's about yep mm-hmm. that's why we have it yep not always a negative but it gets used against you a lot <laughs> <laughs> good old manipulation hmm. yeah Freaking people. Anyway. Okay, anything else? No, I think that that kind of wraps it up and gives everyone a pretty good... Yeah, I'm feeling no guilt for this one. You're not? No. I'm feeling a little guilty, but I think that's just because I'm, I have depression anxiety issues. Okay. I should yeah, probably should see probably a therapist. Deal. Yeah, I should probably deal with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. I'll call someone. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Well, um, that was a good one, but we will uh, catch y'all next time. Mm-hmm.